Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 22nd, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. God's Grace and Our Faith. Everything God does for us, he does by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Everything that we do in response to God's grace, we do it by faith. And I'm actually going to talk about faith today. I'm going to give you a faith refresher, so I'm excited about it. So this is part 41 of the God's Grace and Our Faith series, part 41. This is God's Grace and Our Faith, part 41, Holy Spirit-enabled faith. I'm going to talk about faith that's enabled by the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to be able to cover this all in, in one day, so I'm just going to give you like a faith refresher today, and then we'll talk about this for the next few days. Get ready to receive the word. Greater is coming for me. I love that. I love you. I put things in that video at the beginning of the year that I want you to see on a daily basis. Keep believing. Dream God-sized dreams. Greater is coming for me. These are things that you should just remind yourself of on a daily basis. And so we thank God for that. So let's get into the word for this morning. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And now we're at faith, where there's like a gift of faith, like Holy Spirit fruit coming where we can have faith enabled by the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about it. So John 1 and 14, the Bible says that uh, the word became flesh. The word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17 says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit is actually love. So love is not one of the nine fruit. The fruit is love. One, everything is love. And then there's eight expressions of God's love. When people come in contact with you, this is what they should see. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness in action. A life full of virtual good works. We dealt with that for a couple of days. Faith that prevails. I'm going to teach on that. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these things, for these things are limitless. The law is limited. Rules, living by rules, that's limited. Living by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Spirit, that's limitless. Say, I am limitless. Put that in the chat. I live a limitless life. No limits, no boundaries. I see increase all around me. Why? Because I'm living a limitless life by the Holy Spirit. So what does this mean for you today? I, I have a few things to share with you in this morning. This is going to be like a faith refresher, like I said. Now, I taught, uh, so I've been preaching for 26 years. And up until 10 years ago, 2012, I never really studied grace. But I was always faith, 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 faith. I was a faith teacher. Then once I understood, when I, when I started studying grace, then I was able to teach faith from a different perspective. It wasn't that what I was teaching was incorrect. It was just that it was incomplete. It's hard to teach faith if you don't understand grace. And so um, now I have a better understanding of faith. And so I'm going to give you a few foundational things this morning. Some of this you've heard before, but it's worth repeating. This is a faith refresher. You ready? 
All right. So number one, understanding faith. For me to tell you what faith is, I need to tell you what faith is not. So faith is not about, say, put this in the chat. Faith is not about me, right? So let's be clear about this. Because I, I think people think, what is faith? Faith is like Santa Claus. Like, you know, let me just come up with this list. Hey, Santa Claus, I want all these things for Christmas. People come up, hey, God, my name is Jimmy. Give me, give me, give me. Like faith is God giving me what I want. And God never signed up to give you whatever you want. Um, now, you say, well, wait a minute, Brother Pena. Doesn't John 15 and 7 say, I can ask for whatever I want? It said, yeah, but leave, read the context. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you can ask for whatever you want. In other words, if you get to the point where you die to self and you're meditating and medicating on the word of God day and night, you're yielding to the Holy Spirit. Your desires are God's desires. You don't have selfish desires. The only thing you want is what God wants for your life. You should put that in the chat. All I want is what God wants. When you get to that point, you can ask for whatever you want because you only want what God wants. So faith is not about you telling God what to do. Because believe me, you can't. You, if faith is not about you commanding God because that would be like the tail wagging the dog. Faith is not about you coming up with something and then asking God to give it to you. That's not really faith. Faith begins, put this in the chat if you want, faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will, if, if it's true, and it is, that God already mapped out my life, already mapped out your life from the foundations of the world, then faith begins where the will of God is known. I need revelation concerning what God has already provided, what God already planned, what God already mapped out, what God already thought for me. Well, I need to believe what God believes about me. So I need revelation. I need God to reveal to me what he's already given me so that I could ask for that in faith. That is faith. And once God reveals to me what he already planned, then he's basically revealing to me what's already mine. Put that in the chat. It's already mine. It's already yours. I want you to know that it's already yours. It's already done. It's already provided. And when God reveals to you what is already provided, then what you do is then you launch out in faith. Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do. Faith is a seed that you sow based on what you believe God revealed to you about your future. Now, you have to believe that it's already done. God is revealing it to you. So if you're coming up with selfish desires, James said it this way. You know what, guys? You have not because you ask not. Okay. Well, Brother Pena, I'm going to, yeah, yeah, but before you just go ask for whatever you want, James said, but then again, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust and entice. Now, if you're coming up with something that is selfish, a selfish desire that was birthed in your heart and not in God, God's heart, then you're asking for something that he hasn't already provided. If it's true that God has already given you all things that pertain unto life and godliness, God has already given you all things richly to enjoy. God has already stored up everything that you would need to become the man or the woman that God has called you to be. If that's true, and it is, then if you start asking for stuff that he hasn't already provided, it's not stored up for you. And it might be a good thing. It might be something God gave me. It might be something God gave someone else. Oh, you did that for Rick. You could do it for me. Well, maybe my assignment is not your assignment. Your assignment is not my assignment. This is why I can't live my life based on you. I got to know who I am. I got to know my own assignment and I got to walk therein. And the church said, amen, say amen to that. So your job is to believe and receive what God has already provided for you. Put this in the chat. What God has for me is for me. So what God has for me is for me. What God has for you is for you. That's why I need to find out what God has for me. And so when I find out what God has for me and what God has for me is for me, I realize that it's birthed in God's heart. I don't have to struggle to make it happen. I just believe and receive because I believe it's already done. And so this is another thing that I've learned living this way. 
if you come up with this is something I learned a long time ago. If you come up with it, it will be too small for God. When God comes up with it, it will be too big for you. God is going to come up with stuff for you that's way too big for you. And it forces you to have to rely on him. That's why you need faith to believe it. Got it? Number two, what is faith then? Okay. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is the assurance that what we hope for will come about and the certainty that what we cannot see already exists. So, so this text is saying, there's two words I want to highlight, sure and certain. I'm sure that what I'm hoping for, just as long as I'm led of the Holy Spirit, so I'm led of the Holy Spirit to get my hopes up for the things that he's telling me to ask for because it's already mine. So I'm sure that what I'm hoping for is going to come to pass. And I'm certain that what I cannot see already exists and is already stored up for me. And it's only a matter of time before it comes to pass. So put this in the chat. Faith is about being sure and certain. Say, I am sure and I am certain. So when God reveals something to me, I know he's going to deliver on his promises. The, the promises of God are in him, yes, and amen. So in him, they're yes, and he's looking for an amen from me. And so when I provide the amen, what I'm saying is, well, God has spoken to me about my future. It's future to me, but past to him because he's already been to my future. When God speaks to me, watch this, I am sure and I'm certain. Now, I can't validate it with my senses, but I'm sure and I'm certain. Now, I, I can't see it in the natural, but I'm sure and I'm certain. I believe that it's already done. I believe it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've already seen in my heart. Say amen to that. This is faith. So going back to the sure and certain part, um, the text says that we read today for, for today, Galatians 5, faith that prevails. We got to have faith that endures for the long haul. So the sure and certain part, let me talk about that. Anybody can be sure and certain for a couple of days. Anybody can have a short burst of faith. For example, let's say I'm preaching on Sunday. I say, high five your neighbors. <laughs> say it's already done. Slap somebody say it's already done. So it's already done. Now God speaks something to you. You believe that it's already done. You're like, I'm sure and I'm certain. But that's on Sunday though. Will you still be sure and certain by Wednesday? Will you still be sure and certain two Wednesdays from now? Will you still be sure and certain 52 Wednesdays from now. So what I'm saying is anybody can be sure and certain, but the, the key to faith is believing and receiving that it's already done, no matter how long it takes. And then not taking on the pressure to perform like you have to make it happen. No, I'm living by faith. I believe it's already done. I'm only going to do whatever God tells me to do. And I'm not doing it to make it happen. I'm doing it because I believe God already made it happen. I believe I'm only doing it because I believe it's already done. And so now I have the grace for it. Listen to me. You have the Holy Spirit, if you're born again. And the Holy Spirit enables you to live by faith. So what am I saying? There's going to be times where you believe in God, where things are going to get worse before they get they get better. Let's say you're, you're believing God for healing. You have a sickness or a disease in your body. God has spoken to you, giving you an image of what you look like disease-free. God has given you an image of what you look like with that clean doctor's report. Now, when you go to the doctor now, though, what you're getting in the natural is a bad report. But God already showed you the good report. And now you're like, man, I have to believe and receive what God revealed to me. And it has to be more real to me than what I'm seeing down here in the natural. I have to believe that it's only a matter of time. I have to be sure and certain. God is not a man. He can't lie. So, Lord, I know. I don't know when you're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. But I know that you revealed to me that I'm going to get that clean bill of health. 
So what am I going to do? I'm going to believe and I receive. Even when my body is hurting, uh, I got to say, I, I know I'm healed. I know it's only a matter of time. I don't know how God is going to do it. God, you could do it right now. You could do it supernaturally, or you could use the doctors. You could do it without surgery, or you could do it with surgery. You could, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'll do whatever you want me to do, but I know I know what I saw. And you revealed it, to, and I can't be moved by what I see in the natural. I got to keep believing. I got to be sure, and I got to be certain. And so the Holy Ghost will come in and remind you, even you get you go to the doctor and there there's another negative report and you get that negative report. And while you're looking at the negative report at the same time, the Holy Ghost will be like, but remember what I said. But remember what I said. Say I'm healed. And, and you'd be like, what? Say I'm healed. Say it out loud. And you're standing in front of the doctor and you'd be like, you're looking at the report. You're looking at the doctor and you say, I'm healed. It's already done. The doctor's looking at you like, cuckoo, cuckoo. Why? Because I'm living off of a different reality. Come on, man. This is how we're supposed to live. I'm living off of what God said. I remember I remember when um, Joshua was born and Joshua had a hole in his heart, and a little hole in his heart. And it was it was on the x-ray and the doctor showed me the hole in his heart. And um, and so I'm looking at the hole and I'm looking at the x-ray and the Holy Spirit yelled in my spirit like he doesn't have a hole in his heart. Say my son doesn't have a hole in his heart. And but the doctor's standing right there and I'm in the room. I'm like, oh my God, come on, man. And the Holy Ghost is saying, say it. And I said, my son does not have a hole in his heart. He was like, no, say it louder. And I was like, my son does not have a hole in his heart. And the guy was like, this dude is crazy. And so I was like, oh, well. And then when we were leaving, the Holy Spirit was like, two weeks later, get an appointment for two weeks. And I or three weeks, whatever it was. And I tell the lady at the front desk, hey, I need to see that same doctor in two or three weeks, whatever the thing was. And um, she was like, well, he's not. I said, no, no, I need an appointment. So I came back, whatever the two or three weeks was. And I tell the doctor, run the x-ray again. He was like, well, chief, you know, we don't. I said, run the x-ray again. I was insistent. They run it again. And when they ran it again, they couldn't find a hole. And the guy was looking at the old x-ray and the new x-ray. And I was like, what is that? Listen, you got to live off of God's reality. I mean, this is the life of faith. Like either the Bible teaches us, commands us to walk and live by faith. You don't have to do it. But I'm telling you that this is what the Bible teaches. And this is the way I live. And and it's also the grace life because I'm not trying to force anything. I'm just living by what God has already provided. Say amen to that. All right. So here's five working definitions for faith. You ready? Let me give you these five and I'll keep going. First one, faith is the confident assurance that God will do what he said he would do. I'm confident. I have confident assurance. Another one. Faith is unseen evidence of the things that we cannot see in the natural. So I can't see it in the natural, but I have evidence. I have unseen evidence. God did show it to me and and God can't lie. So he has to do it. Faith is perceiving as real what you cannot validate with your physical senses. Faith is an expression of your confidence in God. When you have no sense realm evidence to support what God said, and even when you do have sense realm evidence that goes against it. I have a physical financial statement or a physical doctor's report that goes against what God said, and I'm still going to believe what God said. <laughs> Faith is your total reliance on God to do what he said he would do. Put this in the chat. I rely on God. My confidence is in God. My reliance is on God. It's all about him. It's not about me. I'm only doing it because God revealed it to me. I'm only believing it because God said it. I'm only living by his reality. I'm not coming up with this stuff. I'm not coming up with anything. It's all about him. When God told Isabella and I to, to do the whole thing with the school in the Dominican Republic, then he told us to buy land. He told us to build a school. I was like, I don't know where the money is coming from. I don't know what you And then he was like, pay all these people, feed all these kids. I'm like, 
like, I don't know. And so, but I believe it's already done now. I don't know. And so as we walk with God, he shows us. As we walk with God, he orchestrates stuff. As we walk with God, he moves pieces around on the chessboard. He connects us to the right people. He opens up the right opportunities. He prompts upon people to send money. Some people send $5 a month. Some people send $500 a month. Some people send thousands, whatever. Okay, God, you do it. This is your project. I don't have to take on any pressure to perform. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Number three, you don't have to convince God. God convinces you. I think this is my last point for today. So you don't have to convince God. Put this in the chat. Faith is when God convinces me. Put this in the chat. Faith is when I'm fully persuaded. I don't have to convince God. God convinces me. So faith is not about you trying to convince God to give you what you want. Faith is what happens when God convinces you to believe and receive what he's already provided for you from the foundations of the world. Living by faith is all about believing whatever he reveals to you is already done. So in eternity, it's already done. For you and I, it's only a matter of time. So faith is not about you convincing God to agree with your plans, to put a yes on your plans. Faith is what happens when God convinces you to accept and align with the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. So faith is not about me persuading God. Faith is what happens when God persuades me. Say this, I'm fully persuaded. I'm fully persuaded that what God promised, he is able also to perform. Come on now, I have fearless confidence because my confidence is not in me. I have fearless confidence because I'm not the one coming up with it. I have fearless confidence because I believe that this is something God wanted. It's not something I want. It's something God wanted from the foundations of the world. So now I'm living by faith that God is not a man. He can't lie. I'm living by faith that he has to do what he said he's going to do. I'm living by faith that he's going to perform what he promised in my life. Come on now. It's not about me. I'm taking on no pressure to perform. It's not about me at all. Is Faith is not about me. Faith is all about him. So it's not, not about my humanity. It's not about my performance. It's not about me doing everything right. It's not about me being religious. It's not about me checking in any blocks. It's not about me obeying all the rules. No, it's just about me believing God. Father, you want to do what through me for real? If that's what you want to do, I'm down for it. And then the highest form of faith is rest. When you are fully persuaded, that God said it, when you're fully persuaded that God is not a man that he should lie, when you're fully persuaded that God has to do what he said he's going to do, you can enter into God's rest concerning it. We have to pay 14 staff members in the Dominican Republic every month. We have to pay utilities. We have to feed all those kids, give them a hot meal every day. We're building a church there debt-free. You know how much uh, pressure Isabella and I take on, uh, how much care we take on concerning like how we going to pay for all that? Zero. Faith is entering into God's rest. If God told us, listen, this is God's ministry, it's his will, his, his bill. If it's his will, it's his bill. I, it, it, this is his stuff. People, I was talking to somebody yesterday, said, man, how do you come up with so much stuff to say every morning? I don't. This is not my ministry. Today's word is God's ministry. God told me to do this December 1997. This is year number 25. I don't, it's not my job to come up with what to say. It's my job to show up. It's my job to report to duty. This, this morning, I went down to the hotel, got my latte, glory to God, I got my latte, sat down, drink my coffee, get in front of the computer. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm present for duty, fit to fight. What do you want? What do you want to talk about today? And I go to the word. He gives me the word. I share with you. I don't have to come up with what to say because it's not my ministry. See, when you live like that, you don't take on any pressure to perform. So, so now I just enter into God's rest. I'm living by the unseen, not the seen. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 says, we fix our eyes not on the seen, 
We fix our eyes on the unseen, and the unseen is more real to me than the seen. The unseen is eternal. The things out here that you see, man, these things are temporary. They're subject to change. But the unseen, it's already done, and it's only a matter of time. So I'm living by faith. I'm living by every word. Matthew 4 and 4, I don't live by what I see. I live by every word that proceeds from out of the mouth of God. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Put this in the chat. Say, I live by faith. I, I, I just, I live. This is how I live. It's the grace life. It's the faith life. I am the just. I live by faith, and my faith is rooted and grounded in God's grace. I'm not taking on any pressure to perform. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I'm a believer, not a doubter. <laughs> I walk by faith and not by fear. I walk by faith and not by sight. I believe what you reveal to me in the Holy Spirit. I'm not moved by what I see with my natural eyes. Because the unseen is more real to me than the seen. I believe every word you have ever spoken over my life. I believe every promise you have ever given me. And I will continue to believe until I see in my hands what you revealed in my heart. I'm not moved by what I see down here. I'm moved by what you say from up there. I live by every word you speak to me. I live by the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to convince you of what I want. You have already com convinced me. So I believe and I receive what you want. This is the life of faith. This is also the grace life. I take on no pressure to perform. I'm not performing for you to bless me. I'm believing and receiving what's already done. Living this way. I enter into God's rest, your rest daily. And I'm fully persuaded that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. I hope you've been enjoying, you enjoy this faith refresher. Of course, tomorrow I'm going to talk more about faith. But this is a faith refresher. This is a message you, you, you should probably watch again. Get this down in your spirit. This is a message you need to share. So share this message and then do me a favor. Go into the chat. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing faith-filled day. You are the just and you live by faith. I'll see you tomorrow. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabel and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabel and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group 
in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.